all things wise. A moment of positivity, dude. Reflect upon your present blessings, of which every man has plenty. Not on your past misfortunes, of which all men have some. Charles Dickens Alright guys, welcome to another episode of A All Things Wise, a moment's in positivity with your host me i yes davis rodriguez how are you guys doing before anything happy happy thanksgiving happy holidays happy whatever it is that you celebrate around this time of year whoever you are let's all just give thanks and praises um you know and let's all recognize everybody's individual holidays and uh, individual beliefs to be grateful and to enjoy one another even though we should be doing that every day um but today we do or not today but on thanksgiving for many people uh, maybe not everybody but uh here certainly in america a uh, majority of people we take thanksgiving as a time to everyone to come together and at least you know reinforce being grateful um, for the small things, our families, our little things that we have, especially after this year. What a year. Let me tell you, 2020, 2020 just, it's just beyond up above and beyond for sure. Certainly just a, just a wild, wild year. Um, but I think in context too, there's plenty of wild and crazy years uh, in human history. Um, and we don't measure our successes by years. We shouldn't. We should just measure them uh, uh, you know, every day. We should have our, our small goals and our small successes every day and uh, build momentum off of those things. But that's a different conversation. The whole point is, is that this is a time of year that uh, a lot of Americans, including myself, that we do these things, whether or not you're not with your family, you're doing your Zoom calls and um, you're doing your FaceTime calls, whatever program you use. Um, and you're with your family trying to you know, reinforce the reason why we're grateful and reinforce that bond that we have with families uh, within ourselves. So it's very important. It's a very important thing, and that's what we're doing here as well. Um, on my end of things, um, it's been a, it's been an interesting two months. Um, and the next uh, conversations that we come out with next week, which I'm excited to have, will explain a lot of what's been going on over here. Um, you'll get a lot more insights, and you will really enjoy this conversation. I'm telling you, it's going to be phenomenal. I, I'm so excited to have it. Uh, with a good friend. It's a real friends episode and uh, we're getting back into gear. We are tackling 2020. We're tackling every day and we're moving forward. But guys, 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 listen, you know this as much as I do. The only way to rise is to get wise, right? So let's go ahead and get into our good news and let's see what we have going on that is good in 2020. All right. Now, from the Good News Network, 
which I absolutely love. Andy Corbley, you know, you, you guys just always come out with some great stuff. Makes my day feel better. And this is the title. This two acre vertical farm produces more than flat farms that are using 720 acres. Let me go ahead and just rewind that real quick. Two acre vertical farm produces more than a 720 acres flat farm. That's right. That's right. The uh, ag tech startup named Plenty has a two acre indoor vertical farm that produces yields that would normally require a 720 acre flat farm and it can be done with 95% less water. People, are you kidding me? Saving water. Are you kidding me? Especially in a place like California, which the article states, and Plenty is set to supply fresh produce to 430 Albertsons grocery stores. And if you look at these pictures, just as the article says, it does look like something out of Star Trek. And they use robotics and artificial uh, intelligence to ensure the perfect uh, the plants are, you know, taken care of constantly, yearly. Can you believe this? Um, on the company's website, as reported here, it says free agriculture from the constraints of weather, seasons, times, distance, pests, natural disasters, and climates. Um, that makes GMO-free, nutrient-rich plants at scale with extraordinary flavor. And uh, wow, America's largest fresh berry farmers, they agreed to grow their strawberries year round in Plenty's expanding portfolio. I mean, what else can you say? I mean, they have um, they the company's methods for growing greens. They grow like baby kale, lettuce. They grow them on a giant vertical racks, moved around by robotics, uh, recently garnered $400 million in investment. Okay. Think about that. $400 million they got uh, from the likes of SoftBank, uh, from Amazon CEO uh, Jeff Bezos and Google chairman Eric Schmidt. Are you kidding me? And uh, there's a lot of benefits to this, especially if you're a climate change uh, uh, person, if you're really, uh, really, really, really concerned about the environment. Um, this definitely will save tons of CO2 as far as the transportation chains are concerned. The company is also involved in making 100% recyclable plastics that they utilize. They're also uh, reportedly using 100% renewable energy from their flagship in San Francisco. Um, it's This is just beyond. I, I can't believe this should be on the front page of everywhere. So kudos to plenty i'm gonna reach out to these guys i'm definitely gonna try to get them on um, on the podcast here because this is just this is beyond beyond anything and this is what i love this is part of the self-sustainability this is part of integrating integrating technology into uh just doing better things obviously there's gonna be a lot of pullback from this as far as the free market's concerned but that's where we make our choices as people and uh, we use our money and our dollars for sure. But plenty, kudos to you. I'm definitely supporting that. Two acres versus 470 acres. Or excuse me, not 470, 720 acres. Amazing, amazing. All right, so this is one from uh, the Good News Network as well. This is uh, by Mark Scoss. All right, um, this is very interesting. I have to tell you, as we continue to get into technologies and mobilize a lot, and I don't mean mobilize as far as people coming together. I'm talking about all of these different aspects of our lives. We're becoming mobile. Uh, we're getting food from, you know, from home. And, and obviously it's because of what's going on. But we're everyone is starting to see this as, as a norm, as a normal thing. So it's very interesting. So new handheld prototype is being developed from home for home-based cancer screening kits. 
Think about this. Scientists from uh, two universities in Ontario, Canada. By the way, this is uh, the Good News Network. From Ontario, Ontario Canada, they, uh, let's see, they reported uh, progress on their efforts to release the world's first handheld home test kit designed to screen for cancer. Think about that. Think about how much this means for protective health monitoring and the availability of this to people as opposed to uh, taking blood samples at the lab and you got, you know, they got to look for specific biomarkers and you know, all those things, which you have to, but the device uh, developed at McCasker and Brock allows a user to mix a droplet of their blood into a vial containing a reactive liquid prepared by the lab. Users then place that mixture onto a strip and insert it into the device's reader system. Then, only after a few minutes, <clears throat> the device measures for the presence of PSA and informs the user about the degree to which the cancer may be present. This my friends, is what I'm talking about, uh, about integrating technology and availability to the next level. A cell phone is something that everybody has, right? Um, we're used to these things. And being able to get this stuff out to the house, um, to where you live at, I mean, I, I can't say enough um, how much the future is here. And I don't think people are necessarily rejoicing in that. I think um, we're caught up in a lot of things. I know certainly I was caught up in the last two months. But this is a wonderful story. Uh, kudos to these uh, scientists out there in Ontario, Canada for creating something that is going to definitely be, definitely be a, a game changer. I think so, at least. I think so. So check out that story on uh, the Good News Network. Good one. All right, and we'll do the classic three stories this time around. How about that? You guys like that format better instead of two? I think I do. I like the three stories. Um, this is from Sunny Skies. All right, sunnyskies.com. This is really good. Um, professor offers to cook Thanksgiving dinner for students spending the holiday alone. This is just to remind you guys, um, you could do all the good. You could create inventions. You could do everything. But, man, just on your everyday, day-to-day what a beautiful thing. It's a blessing. A college professor offered to cook and deliver a Thanksgiving dinner to any of her students who might be spending the holiday alone. Liz per, uh, Pierce, Pierce, a communications professor at the University of Iowa, um, she says that she has seen her students deal with many challenges with the pandemic and knowing that a lot of her students are not going to be home. Um, she's going to go ahead and give a Thanksgiving. She even uh, sent a text out to everybody. Um, you know, she's going to make a home full, uh, home cooked meal. She's talked to her kids. She's made extra portions. Uh, she'll drop it off by your apartment or your residence as long as it's within 20 mile uh, radius. Um, her youngest daughter is vegan. So there'll be a vegan option. I mean, this is beautiful. And a lot of students, um, are just, are just blown away by the, the sincerity of the teacher. And, th and this is what we need to highlight. We need to highlight this part of of the human condition um we are we are fixated and fascinated with the uh the ugliness that we're capable of doing um but we need to go ahead and start uh, pushing up um, a lot more the good that we're capable of um, regardless of what you believe the good that we're capable of and i i, I truly do believe that um, I really do. That's partly why, not even partly, that's why I started this podcast was to do those things, was to highlight those things of the human condition that is just 
um, capable of so many good things. And it's not to completely dominate the uh, the negative aspects. There's a reality in which we have to acknowledge the negative aspects. But at the same time, we have to be grateful uh, for those beautiful aspects that we have and also acknowledge those parts of us and what we're capable of doing and to remind ourselves, especially at this Thanksgiving. Um, the only way to rise is to get wise. <laughs> uh, I hope you guys like that one. I That was a pretty long one. <laughs> Anyhow, guys, those are our good news. Guys, those are good news. So, We're going to move on to our uh, next segment, The Wise Things, and I hope you guys enjoy those. All right, Wise Things, what is it going to be? What is it going to be, The Wise Things? What do you guys think? It's Thanksgiving. Gobble, 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 gobble. That's my best, uh, my best turkey impersonation. All right, so we have three wise things for you guys going into Thanksgiving here. And listen, I am not going to shy down from some good stuff here. First, for music, um, obviously, you know by now I'm a Bob Marley fan. Um, I, I've had one of his songs, and I'm gonna have many of his songs coming up. Uh, Bob Marley and the Wailers, they did a song called Give Thanks and Praises. It is an awesome song. Check it out. Um, Written in the 70s, obviously. Performed in the 70s. Um, It is definitely a really good chill vibe song, especially when you go into more of Bob Marley's catalog. Um, You know, Three Little Birds. You go into jamming. Definitely just has that nice, mellow, cool, um, slightly upbeat, up-tempo, you know, calming effect and it's a great song that fits perfectly along with uh with thanksgiving especially if you enjoy reggae maybe you don't have to be a deep reggae cut fan but it's definitely good so bob marley give thanks and praises that is our wise song on to our wise book wise book hmm let's see what is the wise book gonna be well, there is a movie coming out on December 18th. Hopefully it comes out December 18th, 2020. And I've been reading the book. I'm close to finishing it. And I have to tell you, it has been super fun. This is, uh, I really don't do this too much. I usually uh, get a lot of self-help books, but I'm going to have to say this is definitely up there. And I'm a huge Star Wars fan, but Dune, that's right, Dune. That's the book that I'm recommending here, Wise Things by uh, Frank Herbert. It was written, uh, well, it was published in 1965. It took years to write. There's no way. Um, it was published August 1st, 1965. It's a big cult classic. There's many films, many video games that have, have originated from Dune. And a lot of sci-fi. Um, the, the, just the, the genre itself has, has picked from Dune a lot of things from the book itself. And now they're coming out with a, a a new rendition of Dune for this new age. And it, it looks very promising. Um, it looks really good. But the book itself, let me tell you something. If you're one of those people that really enjoy um, just being taken away from what you know completely, read this book. It is very challenging, especially if you like a challenge. And it's not even the grammar that's a challenge. It's just the amounts of world world building that he does, along with the vocabulary, um, because you almost have to adjust your 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 way of reading as far as understanding some of the words, 
can't really get along with context clues. And it's not because the words are are something high above, but it has its own glossary for its own words and terminology that it uses, which um, originated from, if I'm not wrong, uh, one of the Middle East uh, dialects, some of the words there. I believe Arabic, but I, 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 um, I don't want to misspeak here. But you had, just have to check it out yourself. It is, it is an awesome book. It is great. It is great. And I'm excited now. You know, the trailer makes sense now at least as I'm reading the book. So I'm excited to read the book and then watch the movie, you know, go along with it. But we have a different movie um, that we have for Wise Things. And this goes along with Thanksgiving. And let me take you back 15 years ago. All right, people. Back. Maybe more than 15 years. Where are we at now? 2020? Oh, my goodness. 15 years. No, no, no. Excuse me. 30. No, more than 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Where are we at? 1992, I want to say. Are we 1992? I think we're 1992. 1993. All right, so 1993 is what? About 27 years ago. Wow. It's a comedy film. It has to do with Thanksgiving. Um, if anyone from the early 90s and from the 90s remembers, Pauly Shore, you know, just go ahead and, and just, you know, you know what I'm doing with my hand. The Pauly Shore, you know. <laughs> he was a wacko. Um, he was hilarious, man. As a kid, he was hilarious, at least. I don't know how his comedy is now, as far as looking back. But, uh, man, this movie, Son-in-Law. It takes place in Thanksgiving. Polly Shaw, Polly Shore and uh, his college girlfriend, who is from the Midwest. It's obviously, it's got all, all out of whack character uh, stereotypes. But it's a funny movie. And it has a good heart. And uh, that's something you don't see too much. And that's a Thanksgiving movie that I think a lot of people will enjoy uh, just laughing and, and kind of just seeing the ridiculousness. You know, he comes from the city and he goes to the Midwest. He goes to the farmlands and he, you know, has to deal with pigs and do all this stuff. And it, it's just funny, good comedy. Um, it's a good time. And it's he's there for Thanksgiving visiting. So anyways, so son-in-law, check that movie out. I know you guys may like it, may not. That's fine. Doesn't matter. But you guys know these are the wise things for this week. Listen, guys, I want to say thank you so much as always, as I do in every episode all the time. Um, we have some really good content coming up. Um, we're really gearing back up and we're bringing new ideas and fresh things to the table. Um, next week's conversation which uh, we'll be recording, I think, um, on Wednesday or Thursday. We have a date to record it, but the conversations, this one's going to be good. Um, the episode that should have came out, uh, the podcast, the conversation that should have been came out for uh, the, before the election. That's kind of the, the working title. That's kind of the idea of the conversation. Um, I hope you, you guys are going to enjoy it. It's a real friends conversation with uh, my good friend Randolph Hawkins. So, Check that out next week. We're coming with that. And uh, you guys know, man, we're, we're in it. We're in it to win it. Don't think we're, we're behind. Uh, all things wise. And the only way to rise is to get wise. Let's go. All things wise. A moment of positivity, dude. I mean, come on, dude. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, man. Keep the positive vibes going, dude. Dude, this is like a revolution.